Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. Today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about how I have a unique competitive advantage in my business. It's something I didn't even realize for like 10 years. And once I realized this, it not only made my business more successful from a financial standpoint, but it also just changed the way I relate to my customers, to my team, and re- because it removed all the pressure that I felt to be successful. Because I was able to redefine success for myself. And that the reason we're going to talk about it is because that parallel is so strong to a friction point that people have in fitness. So what I mean by that is the competitive advantage, the competitive advantage that I'm talking about is that I am me. I am a unique human, right? And so my unique set of circumstances, life experiences, education, skill set, the whole deal, plus my unique desires and the way I see fitness, it literally can't be replicated. And so when I realized this, that this is unique, and if I just lean into who I am and what I want, what fitness means to me, what my training means to me, I'll attract people who are on that same vibe. And now it becomes a lot more fun because for years, for years, I tried to, you know, in a lot of ways, damp down my uniqueness because I was trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, business wise. I was trying to imitate what the most successful people were doing from a marketing standpoint, from an execution and fulfillment standpoint, the way I trained sessions, the way I did the whole deal. And what that did is it actually cut off a little bit of my unique advantage because I was damping down my personality. And by trying to be somebody else in that sense, which is what I was, I was attracting people as clients who were attracted to what they thought I was. And that became exhausting trying to be somebody else, trying to maintain relationships like that because they, they, the clients were coming for something that they were coming for, who they want, who they thought, who I was portraying myself to be in my marketing. And so then because I, I brought them into my world that way, I had to constantly be that person. And I had to, I don't want to say like play a role, but almost like in a certain way, play a role that wasn't really authentic to me. And so the point is once I realized like, man, that that's robbing me of energy and that's exhausting. And what's cool is I can just be myself No, like literally nobody else has the combination of attributes. And this is true of me. This is true of you. Nobody else has this combination of attributes. It takes way less energy just to show up every day because all I have to do is be myself. And it takes and it makes the relationships with my clients even more. um, Man, I don't know. Symbiotic, synergistic. I don't know what the word is. They're easy. They're easy relationships because they're 100% authentic and there's no pretense. And so what does that have to do with you and your fitness journey and how can that help you? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So for starters, before we get into it, just head over to missingpeacepodcast.com. Do me, do me two solids. I would love a podcast review. I would love 
you know, leave a rating and then a couple sentences about something you found valuable or, or something that is, you know, different about this podcast that you found valuable. I would love to hear that. I'd love to read those because it tells me, A, what, what kind of content was, was valuable to you so I can do more of it. But B, it helps other people find the podcast because, you know, it, it, it helps them say like, oh, this is how it's not just another fitness podcast or whatever. Right. So do that for me. And then, you know, you can go from that website. There's a button for Paul. There's a button for Angie. So, you know, generally speaking, the guys are going to gravitate towards my metaphysique program. Women, I, I coach a lot of women in metaphysique as well, but a lot of women are going to be attracted to Angie's Angie method. So go in there, see what we're up to. We've got tons of you know freebies to give away. We've got a free Facebook group that we do run together that we do a bunch of trainings in. And you know, if if you are interested in coaching with us, there is um, there's buttons for that too. Free scheduled time to talk to us. All right. So now let's let's talk about let's talk about the pretenses that come with fitness. Um, and how freeing yourself of them is probably the most powerful thing you can do. So, I mean, to give you to give you a long story short, let me let me just go talk business and marketing um, for a second, so you can really understand what I'm talking about when I say I was um, I, w- I was marketing as somebody else. So, when I first got started, I had no idea about marketing, advertising, any of that. And I hired a consulting firm to, to help me get everything going, everything. Right. Um, cause I just literally didn't know how to do anything except swing kettlebells and teach people how to swing kettlebells. And that's fine. And you know, they're like, all right, we're going to do your website for you. And just so you guys know, this was this website, it would be what would be considered a sales page. And even though you didn't make this sale from the page per se, the point is you get into a website this specific kind of website and it's designed to bring you through the process, right? So to, to keep your attention while you're reading, to click the button, to say you want a free trial, which is what I offered at the time to put in your email address so I could email you, get you in for the free trial, right? And, and you're going to love it and I'm going to change your life and you're going to, you know, be on, be on your way. <laughs> and so what happened was, you know, I had no, I had no brand, I had no message. I didn't know who I was. I mean, I, kind of, I had an inkling of who I was internally, right? I had a vision. I could see who I wanted to be. I could see what I wanted my gym to be. But I didn't really know how to articulate that at that time. Or, or maybe I was embarrassed to articulate it or scared that if I did really speak into existence what I wanted my training business to be, that it, that it would fail. I mean, I don't know. Um, and so I put it all in the hands uh, of an agency, right? Of a consulting firm. And, and I got this website, this sales page. And I get it. The whole point was it was using proven, effective methods of writing and advertising in order to get people to click. But dude, like, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, man. It was casting as wide a net as possible. And had it, it, I, would ne- I would never speak these words in a million years. In fact, one of, the, one of the actual phrases on there was, I will get you moving and grooving early in the morning so you have energy to blah, blah, blah your day. And, I'm, and, and I read it and like, they sent me this thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm embarrassed, right? Like, if I met somebody and they're like, oh, dude, you got a training business? You got a facility? Um you know, what's your website? And I, like, I would be embarrassed to send them the website because it was so incongruent with who I was. It is so, wasn't the words I would ever speak in a million years. That's how I felt about my website. 
And then, so, but you know, what happened is then random people get on the website, they read that and that speaks to them. So this conversation, this sales page, the the way it was very specifically written, yes, it did its job where it got them to click through and, and come in for their free trial. But then, you know, it was all about weight loss and I didn't even have a nutrition program at the time. So you're not going to lose weight, just swinging kettlebells three days a week, like the whole deal. And so they would go through and, and it was very effective at getting them to click and schedule their free trial. Right. But then they show up and they'd be like, yeah, like I'm ready to lose 10 pounds, you know? And I was like, man, in my head at that, especially at that juncture in my training career, I, I really didn't want to deal with weight loss. Like I was all about like getting stronger, being more physically competent would, 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 you know, improve your life because of the self-confidence that would come from it. Because it, it was this crazy thing that happened where when you focused on performance of your body, generally speaking, it took your focus off of the fact that you didn't like the way your body looks, but then over time, your body actually looked <laughs> better anyway, because the, the form would follow the function. And that was like my whole deal. But then I had a website that was all about the quickest way to lose 10 or 15 pounds. And so I'd get these people in and it was a massive incongruency. It was a massive swing and a miss. They're, they're, they're just fired up thinking that they're going to lose 10 or 15 pounds in a couple of weeks. I'm like, man, that's definitely not how it works. Right. And you know, over time, then I had to become the person who helped them with very rapid weight loss. And, and, you know, so then it's like, shit, you know, next thing I know we're doing like fat loss challenges and like all this stuff that I just really didn't want to be doing at that time. And a couple things happened. First of all, a lot of people came in, they just didn't sign up because the energy that I put out, which is a little bit more, you know, shall we say heady, a little bit more like I'm, I'm pretty reserved. I'm not very rah-rah. So it didn't match this cheerleader rah-rah high energy sales space. So it just people, they, so a lot of people just be like, mm, this isn't what I signed up for. Like, I'm just going to go to the boot camp down the street where it actually is rah-rah. Or some people would still sign up because they liked me or whatever. They, uh, you know, they liked the training, they liked the workout. Um, but then it, it would sort of suck the life out of me because I was trying to live up to this expectation of who they thought I, who, who, who I projected myself to be on this website. Right. And it was, dude, it was, it was exhausting, you know? And then, that sucks, man. And it was, and you, you get to a hard place because you, all your energy goes towards putting on this front, which that, that's kind of a harsh way to say it. Like I was, I wasn't consciously being like, Oh, I have to transform my character right now. But you know, that's ultimately what you're doing is, is you're playing a role. That's, that's not you. And so anyway, um, the, the, the way I broke out of this, I'm like, dude, I just actually what, what happened is I had a mentor who, who was like, dude, you have a business that is not set up to deliver the type of training you want to deliver. And like, that's going to kill you. And so, um, you know, he helped me structure some things, restructure some things, you know, to where the business was a little bit more in line, in alignment with how I want to train and things started to get better. Right. And, and there's, there's kind of ups and downs to this story because then I did train that way and I did crush it at that first facility. That was a very small facility. And then we expanded into a bigger facility and I needed a lot more people to come in. And I went with, a, again, a marketing strategy that was purely weight loss and which is a very wide net and, and you know, again, filled the gym up. But then it wasn't really my energy. I wasn't loving it. It was very exhausting. And ultimately... 
you know, we had to take a financial hit in order to just say, Hey, we're not going to market that way anymore. I'm going to market using my voice. And even though, even though the, the returns will be smaller, right? Like, like it's not going to cast as wide of a net because there's not as many people who are going to like, like click with me. The people that do click will click and you know, and they'll stick around and not only will they stick around and be awesome customers, they'll get awesome results too, which will be get more momentum is, is actually more fulfilling for me rather than watching somebody lose 20 pounds really quickly and then gain it back. So anyway, all that to say, what does this have to do with you? has to do with defining your own success. It has to do with defining your own success because dude, fitness is freaking vast, vast. You could, you could define your success as, you know, being a world record power lifter, having the heaviest squat deadlift and bench press in the world and still have hypertension, diabetes, and be a hundred pounds obese, right? Like, but you are successful in powerlifting. You could define your success as having a six pack, right? Like maybe that's it, man. Maybe to you. And it certainly seems that way in the media right now. Like that is the epitome that the general public holds up as the ultimate success in fitness is if you have a six pack, you could, you could define that. But for a girl, like you're going to lose your period. You're going to be super low energy. Um, you're going to miss out on social events, you know, things like that. You're not going to be as strong as you could be. And you're going to spend a lot of bandwidth on it. So maybe you won't be successful in other uh, areas of life, right? So what's it going to be, man? Are you, are you, are you just going to chase that success at all costs and let it be, you know, let it define your success for you? I would recommend, and this is the competitive advantage, is you have a unique vision in your head. And so if you can define success for yourself and you know what all the ingredients are going to be that go into success, then and only then. Can you start having fun and get excited about the process? Because if you think, man, I need to have a six pack so that other people think I'm successful at fitness, you're going to hate the process of getting there. If you think, man, I need to deadlift or bench a certain amount for, for dudes to respect me. And so I put all my energy into increasing those lifts. You're going to get bored as hell, probably going to hurt yourself. And you're not going to have that much fun. You're not going to enjoy that process. But if you sit here and go, man, you know what? I don't need a six pack, but I definitely want to be leaner. I definitely want to be jacked. I don't care if I hold a world record in deadlifting, but you know, I would, I would like to consistently get stronger. If you sit here and go like, yeah, I, I want to look a certain way with clothes on. So there's definitely an aesthetic feel to it, but I've got to balance it with the social life. I've got to figure out how to do this so that I can still go to work functions, you know, like, t- you know, entertaining clients or whatever the case is. Yeah, that's what I want. So it's, it's, it's my own unique proprietary blend of what success means to me. And you have to be able to define that for yourself. Because if you don't, you're never going to be enthused about the process. If you constantly let other people or other objective, others or subjective, I should, if you let other people in subjective standards define success for you, it's not sustainable because you will never enjoy that process. It'll be miserable for you. And even if you do achieve it, as any dude, everybody signed up for a physique show, right? Or a bikini show. Like, oh, I'm going to do a bikini show and get a six pack. And you think it's, and you think that's the epitome of fitness. Cause you're like, man, I'm going to get a six pack. You get it. And you're like, oh, well that kind of sucks. Like that's it. Right. <laughs> I mean, ask anybody who's done one. Right. But if you sit here going, I know what I want. 
I know that fitness isn't life. I know that fitness is uh, an integrated piece of my life. And here's, here's what I need. Here's what I'm able to put into my fitness. Here's what I want to get out of it specifically. And here's what I want my, uh, the other parts of my life to look like while I'm doing it. Now you've defined a very clear path for success for yourself. You have, you have crafted the vision in your brain of, you know, what does it look like? What does it feel like? How does the, le- how does the rest of your life operate? What does it feel like emotionally too? Right. Like if you put all this pressure on yourself to be either super lean or a super high performer, you know, in terms of whether endurance feats or strength feats or whatever, you put all this pressure on yourself. Well, how fun is that, man? How fun is it to think, man, I I have to perform. If I don't do this, then I'm a failure. Dude, that takes all the fun out of it. That will that will zap your zest for life when you do that shit. But if you can say, hey, man, this is this is what I want to do. This is, this is what it looks like to me. And this is how I want to get there in terms of this is what I want my lifestyle to look like around it. Like, dude, you're golden. And now what's cool is now that you've defined success for yourself, you can now really, really advocate for yourself with your coach. Like you can pay for a coach now. And you and the more you can advocate for yourself, the more you can actually get out of that coaching experience. Which, which is guys, which is why when people come to us and they're like, Hey, I just, I'm just looking to get a little bit healthier or like, they're like, Hey, I'm just looking to lose 10 pounds. We actually don't take them on as clients because a, I don't want to help people with that generic bullshit and B they're setting themselves up for success because they have a subjective standard or C this is the big one. They haven't given themselves permission to really define and say they want that vision of success for themselves. So they so they play small, like, oh, I just need to lose 10 pounds. Right. Or like, oh, I just want to be a little healthier. And we're like, cool. Like this isn't a good fit. This isn't a good fit at all. Because what we're trying to do is create your own proprietary blend of fitness. Like this is your success. This is what success means to you. And we want to show you how to fit it into your life in a lifestyle that you want. And guys, that's going to take a, that's going to take, it's going to take more vision than just saying, I want to lose 10 pounds. But really more, it's going to take, it's going to take more permission. You're going to have to give yourself permission to be like, yeah, I want, I want that. So give yourself permission to speak it out loud. Like I want to kick ass and I'm allowed to kick ass. When you give yourself that permission to speak it out loud and to actually pursue it, then others can actually help you. Then, then it's very easy. Then now it's a matter of me just taking my experience and saying, all right, cool, man. Like here's, here's what it's going to look like from a lifestyle perspective. Or if you tell me these things, I can, I can give you some very real scenarios of trade-offs. I can give you some very real expectations about what, what lifestyle would look like. Uh, I can, I can do all sorts of things drawing on my experience to craft a plan for you to, reach your own levels of success. But if you come to me saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to be a little bit healthier. I don't know what that means. I don't know why that's important to you. I don't know what, like, like, dude, losing 10 pounds is so easy. You've probably actually already done it. Most people have lost weight. Most people who want to lose weight have actually already lost that amount of weight. The problem is they haven't kept it off. The reason they haven't kept it off is because they did it in a way that wasn't in alignment with how they wanted to live. So as soon as the diet was over, they just bounce back, usually regain even more than the loss in the first place. So you say, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. That does, nah, I'm sorry, man. That doesn't do it for me. We're not a good fit. You know, <laughs> like we're not. You come to me saying like, dude, I, I just got a promotion at work 
And I just want to be a kick-ass leader. I want people to know. I, I want people to know I'm, I'm about it, man. Like I do what I say and that, and that trickles out into my lifestyle. I'm like, dude, I got you. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like you want to take yourself seriously so that other people take you seriously. I get it, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, man. If you come to me and you're like, dude, I, hey, I want to, dude, I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, not even, I don't want to be embarrassed, but like, how about this? Dude, I, I kind of want the other dad, uh, the other dads, the pool to be jealous when, when it comes time to take our shirts off. Dude, I get it. <laughs> but I want to do it in such a way that I'm not the dude who's always fretting. I still want to be able to have a drink or two. Like, bro, I get it. I know I, like I can make some very, I can tell you how to do that. I can tell you what the trade-offs look like. I can, I can give you some very real expectations about what that looks like. And we can go in and get some, Right. And then your buddies are going to have to, what's, what's cool is then all the other dudes, they are going to be jealous and you're going to raise the bar for your neighborhood. All of a sudden, everybody's going to be lifting. It's going to be awesome. So now, because you've decided that you're going to kick ass, now all the other dads in your neighborhood are kicking ass or moms or whatever. Right? So it's, it comes down to getting really clear internally first. Like, what do you want, man? And so like, if we bring this full circle back to the, to the business example that I was telling you about earlier, it's like, man, I, I knew what I wanted. If I'm being really real with you, I knew what I wanted. I saw the, I saw in my head, like, what does the facility look like? I knew what kind of music I wanted playing. I knew what I wanted my clients doing. Like I knew I wanted people celebrating deadlift PRs and I knew I wanted people doing, you know, badass chin ups and pressing heavy. I knew I wanted that, but Maybe I was scared to say that because, you know, what if that concept fails? What if nobody, what if I build it and nobody comes or a lot of it was, I was scared. Like, I don't know if that's going to work. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, give away my power to this consulting firm and let them do what they know works, which man, maybe there's something to that in the beginning, but ultimately, you know, ultimately I would have been better served to find a consulting firm who said, Hey, Let's craft your vision together and then I can tell you how to make it work, right? Um, so a lot of it came came down to fear of saying it because I was embarrassed. But maybe I was embarrassed, right? Like maybe I was embarrassed or I was worried that I was going to fail. What Or what are people going to think because that's so not the norm? All these things. And, and people and you guys are having all these thoughts about fitness, right? Like what are people going to think when I, you know, turn down dessert? What are people going to think? When I'm spending more time at the gym, what are people going to think when they, you know, what are people going to think? What are they, who cares, man? Because when you craft it internally, when you're really clear internally, then you can speak it into existence. And once you speak it into existence, it becomes more real. But then also you can enlist the help of outsiders who have expertise and you can use their expertise, expertise even more to get what you want when you're first clear on what you want. And so this friction point that we're resolving here is we're letting go of you thinking that there's thinking that there's a right way to do fitness, that you have to deadlift this amount or do this many pull-ups or be this percent body fat or eat this food. Like there is no right way, man. There, there's no one way. There's no one way. There are laws that you need to follow to lose body fat or to get stronger. There's laws, principles. But how you apply those principles, right? And to what degree you want to take your fitness in terms of whatever, aesthetics, performance, the whole deal. 
It's completely up to you. And it's really your proprietary blend. Like you get to say, hey, man, this is how far I want to push it. This is what I'm willing to put in. This is what I, this is how I need to live my life. And once you once you understand that and you, you're able to create your own proprietary blend, that's when you're really, really in control. Because there's no longer external stuff that's in charge of you. You're in the driver's seat and you've created your own proprietary blend. And once you understand how to do that, this is where it gets really powerful. Is you can change the blend. You can tweak the blend over time to match what you want to get out of it. Man, maybe, maybe right now, I do want to push harder. I do want to sacrifice more and go all in on the aesthetics. Maybe over here, I want to ease up on that a little bit and put a little bit more emphasis on my social life while I maintain, right? Maybe over here, all right, I need to tighten up that social life because I want to push for a performance just to see what my body's capable of. And you start to realize the blend is never set in stone. You are constantly tweaking the ingredients. But in order for you to constantly be tweaking the ingredients and make sure that they're just right for you, you have to first understand that there is no one size fits all and you're always in charge of creating your own blend. Once you do that, man, dude, there's no more pressure. There's no more pressure to conform to other people's standards and you get to start crushing it. You get to start having success the way that you define it for yourself. And that, that, that's the best way to go about this whole thing. That is when you really start having fun and then there's no way you can fail because you're having fun. Cool. All right. I hope you guys found value in this and we will catch you on the next episode.